Hey guys, it's Ellen Olson Brown with the Sun in My Face podcast. I have a rower at home, and the very first time that I got on one of these rowers, it's called a Hydro, and I really love it. It's not cheap, it takes up space in your house, um, but there's so much that I like about it. And um, it's a great workout. I really appreciate the people, like the kind of coach people who make the videos that you roll along with or you can do live rows. Anyway, um, so I guess that's part of my recommendation for today too, is if you're looking for a piece of equipment to have at home, this rower is really great. Um, and part of what I really like about it is that I think the instruction that you get in little bits and pieces as you do rows with people is very good. The first time that I ever got on one of these rowers was at my friend Debbie's house. Hi, Debbie. Um, Debbie listens to this podcast, so she gets a shout out. What can I say? Um, and um, now I'm distracted thinking how awesome Debbie is. So awesome. Anyway, uh, I got on the rower and I remember her like, not critiquing my technique, but kind of kind of letting me know that I was doing it a little bit wrong and I know now exactly what I was doing wrong and it was this I think about rowing as being with my arms right because if you think about like row 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 your boat it's a rowboat it's not a shell it's not not like a you're not sculling you are rowing in a rowboat and there's nothing for your legs to do in like a little rowboat that you'd row across a little frog pond so um, so when I think row, I immediately start to use my arms first. The thing is that when you're doing this other kind of rowing, it's really your legs that are propelling you. And um, you almost like let your arms be kind of relaxed and almost slack while you're doing the legs. And then you finish it up with a little movement of the arms toward your chest and then away from your chest. And... I still don't quite have that movement. I still am kind of stuck in my arms. Like I pull, I know that I do the arm motion too soon. And I also know that I really rely on like my arms to provide some of the strength, but it's much better rowing in many ways, probably for your body, definitely for if you're actually trying to get somewhere and just in terms of technique to um, propel with your legs first. And I had some moments when I was rowing this morning where I realized like, oh, I'm kind of getting it. Like I'm kind of getting that it's legs first. And it was also my first trip back onto the rower after like four days maybe of having my schedule disrupted by the holiday, hanging out with people, doing fun stuff or trying to in the rain over the weekend, like there was just this sense like I wasn't doing my routine in the morning. I'm sorry, I keep banging my phone on something if you hear these booms by mistake. Um, and I realized that on the days when I don't do my routine first in the morning, routine always feels like such a funny word because I, I, first of all, what I'd like you to imagine is that I am like doing back handsprings and running from edge to edge of a mat uh, with hugely muscular legs and a cute little leotard and um, that I am Simone Biles. That's what I want you to imagine when I say routine. Um, I don't want you to imagine like some uptight person who has to do things a certain way, but I think I'm a experienced 
human who knows that my day goes better if I move right clean get a couple of like basic things done first thing in the day and as I was rolling I realized like oh like that baseline stuff including getting a good night's sleep the night before so important and still such a challenge for me that that's like the pushing off with your legs the first little like boom off that's where you get all your power and then the arms are cool and of course, you're definitely going to need your arms if you're actually rowing across a lake. But on the rower, like your arms are good and they provide some oomph to the trip, but they're not actually the most important. And yeah, um, just what I'm thinking of. It's kind of like first things first, but it just really struck me that when I really engage my legs first... There's so much more power, like my split time goes down. It's just, it's all so much better. So do the first things first. Sometimes it means I spend four hours doing my routine in the morning before I do anything else because I'm being a slow poke. But uh, it does mean get a good night's sleep. It means move as one of the very first things you do. For me, it also means write. It means go upside down. It means um, have some reading time with some coffee, like all the things that kind of get me settled in. And I will tell you um, that what happens if I don't do that is that then I'm relying on my arms for all the power. I'm relying on just like getting through the rest of the day and I can do it. It's not like I don't go anywhere or do anything or get anything done, but it just feels, I just don't feel as good. And it's better when you feel good. My recommendation to you today is you might be a person who goes to the dentist religiously and like getting yourself to the dentist is not a problem. But, um, oh, I'm sitting in my car recording this and there's a huge group of robins having like a battle on the street in front of me and the light is hitting their feathers in a very beautiful way, but it also looks a little brutal what's happening out there right now. So, um, I took my mom to the dentist today and it was her first like real trip to an actual dentist other than dealing with kind of some emergency stuff in several years. And part of that is COVID and part of that is um, like a lot of times we'd have an appointment scheduled and some other health thing would preempt getting to the dentist. Another is that she doesn't like going to the dentist so sometimes she would cancel the appointment um, so it's been a while and I think we were both feeling completely resistant to getting her there. Like I was feeling like, oh, this is going to be like a big elaborate, like there's going to be so much work to do and her mouth is a mess and oh, it's going to be so hard. And I think she was just like, ah, maybe, um, you know, let's just not go. It's fine. Yes. I need dentures. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. But like, so anyway, we we both were kind of avoiding it in a certain way. And today we just went and everything was fine. And yes, we're going to get her some dentures. And yes, there's some things that need to be taken care of. But it was mostly good news, it turned out. And now her teeth feel and look much better. And um, we did it. Like it's not hanging over our head anymore. And when we came back to the assisted living, the woman who checks us in, who's like the loveliest young woman, um, she said that, she was, she asked us where we went and she said, she's going to the dentist soon. And she, um, 
hasn't been in a few years and she knows she needs to go because there's some stuff going on. I was just thinking, what I want to tell you is it's advice that I have needed in the past too. If you're dentist avoidant, avoidant, you know, the other reason is dental stuff is just so flippin' expensive. Like dental insurance is really bad. Do you have good dental insurance? If you do, let me know. But it doesn't seem like it's super awesome. So there's usually like pain financially and physically. I get it. But my advice to you is go to the dentist because you want your teeth to last. Also floss. I know I've given that advice before too. Okay, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.